welcome to Ask an Angel. We are so excited for the holiday season coming up. We're excited for the cookies and going up to the snow and seeing family we haven't seen in a while. Taylor Swift. Red Taylor's version. All too well 10 minute version. <laughs> and um, even though we're super, super excited for the holidays, we know that the holidays are um, a super good time for everyone. So today we want to be talking about um, seasonal depression and types of depression related to the change in seasons and explain the effects of it. So with the holidays coming up, seasonal depression is also very prevalent in our lives and we want to take some time to explain why it's so important and how we can help you guys help yourselves. Yeah, I think especially with the... um the sun coming out less, it's getting darker way earlier. Um, there's always this expectation of joy around the holidays, and it's always you're expected to be happy. And um, I think it's important to take time to yourself and remember that, like, you don't always have to be happy. Um, that's Even though that's an expectation, you need to put time aside for yourself to just feel things. Yeah, and especially with, like, your family being around, like, you're expected to have a smile on your face all the time. And we realize that's not a reality for everyone, especially now. Um, so going off of what Lola said, it's definitely okay to take time for yourself and just be okay with not being okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also with finals coming up, not only are we like, (laughs) you know, maybe a little bit sad with the, um, sun coming out less. It's also very stressful and sadness and stressful is a very hard combination of emotions. Um, so yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so some of the effects of seasonal depression are feeling depressed, loss of motivation, low energy, trouble sleeping, and having difficulty concentrating. And we realize that, like, if you're feeling this way, like, it's totally okay. Like, it comes with the holiday season. And, yeah. I think seasonal depression is a really just common thing in teenagers, especially teenage girls. Um, And so I think it's pretty normal But it's still a thing, and it still has to be dealt with, and I think that that's important to recognize that. Right, and again, as students, it's really hard to have seasonal depression when you don't have motivation and you don't have energy to study or do homework, Um, and then that could really take a toll on you. Now we're going to talk to Miss Charisse, who used to be a wellness counselor at St. Francis. Hello. Hi. We're good. How are you? I am doing wonderful. So excited to talk to you. Me too. Okay, so So, we have some questions for you. Awesome. The first one is we're wondering if seasonal depression is something common that you see around the holiday season in teenagers. You know, first and foremost, you know, not being one of the wellness counselors at St. Francis anymore makes me miss, miss you guys so much, especially during the holiday season and finals, because I do actually see this a lot. And a seasonal depression, also known as seasonal affective disorder, uh, has the acronym of SAD, which spells what? Sad. Sad, exactly. Um, it's a type of depression that's related to the change in season. And it begins and ends about the same time each year. Yeah. Okay. That's sad. <laughs> exactly. That fits, fits, the, fits the mood. 
We miss you at St. Francis, too. Girls, so much. But I'm busy in private practice, as you can imagine, because there's just so many people, especially, you know, teenagers, the population that I work with that are just struggling to get through COVID, get back to school, try to have some sense of normalcy. So, albeit I miss you guys so much, uh, you know, I feel like, you know, God is allowing me to do my private practice and, and help even more people. Yeah. Uh, can we come visit you? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Anytime. Yay. Yay. Okay. <laughs> so the second question we have for you, which you kind of already answered, but what do you think causes seasonal depression amongst teenagers? You know, there's, you know, when we talk clinically about any mental health um, issue, um, they look at, you know, history and, you know, what is generational and what's given from, you know, family heredity and things like that. Um, that's definitely something. Um, your biological clock, we hear that word, but it's just the, the, the rhythm that you have, you know, the reduced in sunlight really affects people in a crazy, um, a crazy kind of way. Um, our serotonin levels, you know, it's a brain chemical that affects our mood. When we get drops in serotonin, that absolutely can um, cause a change in our mood. And ironically, the melatonin levels, um, a change in season can disrupt that. And melatonin is um, the body's level of, you know, that relaxation that allows you to sleep. It plays um, a role in your sleep patterns and it helps regulate your mood. So if those things are, are out of whack, if you say, then it really throws you off and you don't recognize it um, until you're fully in it. Yeah, I definitely can see how um, sleep is a big factor of, um, of seasonal depression. Yeah, especially because the sun's going down earlier and uh, we, always, we don't get as much sunlight in fall. Like I can definitely see how the melatonin and serotonin levels are affected during this time of year. Yeah, and ironically, you know, when you think about it, some people think about, you know, sad seasonal affective disorder as, you know, like, oh, it's going to be winter and fall, like, I'm, I feel bummed. But there are a portion of people that get it on the flip, so they start to feel down and sad in the spring and summertime, which, in common sense, you're like, oh, we have so much sun, I'm super excited about it. But it does affect people differently, so it's, it's, it's across the board. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. All right. Our next question is, what are some suggestions you have for coping mechanisms? You know, for teenagers, uh, Ms. Kim and I always, you know, working at St. Francis, always want to make sure you guys have a imaginary tool belt that has more than one coping skill in it. Some people will say, oh, I can listen to music and that makes me feel better. Other people are like, oh, I can journal or do art. All of those things are, you know, are, are great. And we encourage you just to have more than one. But some specifics in regards to SAD, uh, first and foremost, we always say, know that you're not alone. You know, this SAD affects more than 2 million people, you know, worldwide. So it is something that's very common. So know that it's not just winter blues sometimes. Sometimes you, you know, you have to reach out for a little bit more help. Um, you have trusted adults on campus. Talk to your, you know, your parents. Um, definitely check in with Miss Kim. Um, just make, just know that you're not alone and you can navigate through it. Um, ironically, you know, we use this term, you know, eat yourself happier. 
And when people hear that, they think, oh, we're going to have cakes and ice creams and all of that. And that's not what we're referring to. When it comes to SAD, there are certain depression, depression, excuse me, fighting pastas, potatoes, fruits and vegetables that really help shift your mood. And so that's always exciting. Um, working out, of course, staying physically fit is always good. We know that physical health goes hand in hand with positive mental health. Um, specifically in dealing with um, SAD, um, therapists will use um, light therapy. Um, and it's a specific light box that helps regulate, you know, um, what the rays of the sun kind of would feel like on your body. So it helps change the mood. Um, we also encourage, you know, people to actually get out, um, get outside and have much as much natural light as possible. Um, it doesn't always have to be sunshine, but a natural light all, you know, elevates the mood too. Um, and just a couple more, you know, spending time with, you know, friends and, and family and people that make you happy are always a good idea. Um, positive thinking, you know, we all fall into those realms where, we think negatively, you know, and that, that happens and it's understandable. But we have to remind ourselves that for, you know, each and every action, there's a, you know, an opposite reaction. So if we're thinking negative, then we have to replace that thought immediately with something positive, you know. So practicing, hey, I don't feel like getting up today. I don't want to do anything. Hey, you know what? I'm just going to walk my dog and see how it goes. You know, just immediately have to change. Um, and then... Finally, you know, plan ahead for stress. You guys are coming into finals. You know that's going to be a stressful time. Um, you know the sun's going down a lot quicker. So plan accordingly. Don't wait for the last minute to crunch and study and all of that. Plan out your study guides ahead of time. Plan out, you know, um, meetings with friends and study groups. Do that all ahead so you aren't feeling bogged down and, and overwhelmed. These are all amazing coping mechanisms. Thank you yeah. so much. Especially the light one is really interesting. I've never even heard of that. That's so cool. I think my mom has this thing she got on Amazon. It's I don't know if it's called Happy Light or something like that, but it's like a light that's supposed to help with these. That is that's exactly that's exactly an example of it. And Amazon has tons of them. Uh, you can go into actual light bulb stores that just do lighting and they have light boxes and things like that. Um, and it's always helpful, but if it comes down to, you know, it's something that you are diagnosed with um, by your therapist or your doctor, then they will recommend specific ones that are exactly the ones that you would use for this type of healing through um, seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, that's super helpful. Um, and going off of, and going off of that, um, when do you think it's the right time for teens to talk to a medical professional? You know, um, any time that you're feeling, you know, low energy, um, lose it, loss of interest, and in, you know the everyday things. Um, in fall and winter specifically, there's the oversleeping, the appetite change, um, weight gain, tiredness, no energy. Um, those are those are all important. What stands out the most to me when we talk about seasonal affective disorder is um, your difficulty sleeping. 
And we know our sleep cycle. When our sleep cycle is off, we are completely off. It really throws off our day. So when you're noticing that you are exhausted, even though you are, are sleeping, um, that's, that's definitely a sign. Um, on the flip, in the spring and summer side, you have trouble sleeping. It's the insomnia. It's the flip of that. Instead of sleeping, oversleeping, you aren't sleeping enough. Um, and then the poor appetite, um, weight loss, agitation is in there. And just the feeling of, you know, just being sluggish and having difficulty concentrating. And it comes out a lot right now because when it comes to finals and having to write papers and term papers, there's just no motivation to even get your book out. You know, I hear that a lot in my private practice, um, as does, you know, Miss Kim. And most importantly, if you are feeling dark thoughts or feeling overwhelmed or having any thoughts of not wanting to be here or of self-harm, absolutely 100% um, reach out to your loved ones, you know, call 911, go to a hospital, call a suicide prevention hotline. All of these things are, are important um, because we want you here, we want you safe. And there is so much um, treatment available for, you know, SAD. And we, it's something that can actually be cured really quickly. And even though it might be seasonal, there's things that you can do to navigate through it every season. That is awesome. Thank you so much. That is some great advice that you've given us today. I think that's almost all the time we have, but we appreciate you talking to us today, and we appreciate everything that you've told us, all the coping mechanisms you've given us, and yeah. We miss you. We, we miss, miss you. you. Girl, thank you. I will definitely come visit, and every time a topic comes up that you need my help with, don't hesitate to call. I would love to be on your broadcast. Thank, thank you. Okay. Bye. 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 Each episode, we want to take some time out to give a little shout out to the faculty member who is making a difference on our campus. And so even though the holiday season can be rough, we want to give a special shout out to Miss Crop for always brightening our days and treating everyone with the respect they deserve. We love you so much. We love you, Miss Crop. Also, if there's an issue you're struggling with or something you want more information about or just need someone to talk to, make sure to email us at gapt at stfrancishs.org so we can answer your questions in future episodes. Also, Alyssa, Lola, and I are in the wellness every A block so you guys can come pop in and say hi or talk to us or whatever you want. Drop in hours, of course, if you go to St. Francis. But you can also email us anytime. Um, Also, don't forget to rate and subscribe to the Ask an Angel podcast and other podcasts on the St. Francis Student Podcast Network. I hope you guys have a happy holiday season, and don't forget to ask for help if you need it. And one more point, Dream Red, Taylor's version. Woo! Woo!